0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Thursday, April 22nd edition of MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by AJ Shulo. What's going on, AJ? How's it going, man?
1: Not much, Adam. We got PFL ahead of us. Uh, Looking forward to it. No Bellator this week. No Bellator for a couple weeks here, but uh, we got PFL and UFC to keep us excited in the meantime. So uh, looking forward to breaking down these fights with you.
0: Absolutely. We do have Bellator, I think, uh, two weeks from now. It's that crazy car with Romero and uh anthony johnson so that's gonna be amazing i think it's may 8th or something or 7th i believe 8th is the dillashaw and San- there's some crazy fights coming up man like this like i you know i said at the beginning of the month aj i was like this month is going to be great for fans because we have ufc won a, a championship bellator pfl like it's been a good month of fights we have the big pay-per-view coming up saturday like it's a good it's a good month of fights and we'll talk a little, little bit about that later but I, do, we do want to talk about pfl but you know what um we, we could talk about Bell her from last week. Like, I don't know. How did you do on your plays? Like, I got to ask you that Julia Bud fight. Were you sweating your ass off on that <laughs> one? Because I got to be honest, I thought the other girl might have geeked it up. What'd you think?
1: Yeah, it was really close to be totally honest with everybody. I actually did not watch the fight from start to finish. I did see bits and pieces. And um, that was my fear with like the bet, like the risk with the bet was like, I noted my breakdown. Like, if Bud gets a little bit too complacent, she doesn't look to clinch that often. She doesn't look to take the fight to the ground. She could, the fight could be very close and she could lose. Um, because I always want to acknowledge the other fighters path to victory. And that's basically what happened. She didn't really look to clinch. She didn't really look to take the fight to the ground. and and Silva made a good account of herself. So, um, I'm not gonna act like I made this like masterful bet that like just cash flawlessly. I mean, like yeah, I got some good closing line value, which I'm always happy with. um, and I'm happy that I could tip it out to customers at the time that I place it because uh, I beat it by about ten dollars or so., uh, but I'm not gonna act like it was just some great bet or anything like that. But uh, as it pertains to the card as a whole, I did do pretty well. My only losing bet was on, uh, Sal Rogers, which I don't regret taking the shot on. I'm not going to act like he's going to win that fight nine times out of ten, uh, but it is what it is. Good, good performance by Burnell He continues to look great. Um, I had my play on Bud Nemkov, and then I also had a play on the under two and a half rounds for uh, Daly and Homasi, which was just a great fight. I really want to go back and watch that fight because that's another one that I missed. But uh, maybe you can fill me oh, in. Oh man, on that.
0: And that was yeah, that was like fight of the year maybe. I mean, that was an amazing <laughs> fight. Like people missed that fight. That fight was sick, man. I was talking with Marcel the other day. That fight was amazing. Like both guys dropped each other. Uh Daly ends up getting the finish. I like Paul Daly too. He, I think he was like minus 175. That was a good line on him. You know, he's he's a proven guy. He's like a guy that fights for your money. So I, I like him there. Um, we should talk about PFL now. We have a pretty decent card. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I think a lot of us aren't too familiar with, like just being totally honest. But there are some big names on this card, like Anthony Pettis. Let me just pull it up here. Screen going. Hey, Kevin's here. Kevin, what's going on, man? One second. PFL. And And Kevin said, did you guys see Hands of Stone last night? I love that little music Yeah, dude. John Lineker looked amazing. So I wanted to bet on him, but he was like minus 600 at the at, at my book. So I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I can't do it. And then the other guy was minus 200 or something. Like, even if I parlayed them, I would still have to lay like big juice. I was like, I, I can't do it. Like, especially one championship, man, after seeing that first card, I got scared that someone might get red carded. Like, Lineker does something crazy and gets red carded, so it scared me. Anyways, let's talk about this card um we got 10 fights let's start let's start with the bottom as always guys Lloyd <laughs> Radzibov against alex martinez it's a lightweight bout. um these, this is a regular season fight these are all i think they're all three round fights if i'm not mistaken yeah they're all three round fights so none of those funny two round fights aj in pfl where you like end up you know i don't even know how they do it for like per bets man because uh you know pfl is um it's great, but that whole, the two round thing kind of throws me off a little bit. Like they had a lot of draws and then the judge has to make a decision. It's kind of weird. Anyways, um, let's talk about this fight. Look, Razabov, Alex Martinez odds, according to uh, best fight odds. All right. Minus 425 for Radzibov, plus 320 for Martinez. So I'll just start like Radzibov. obviously he's been in PFL. So we know him and he's, he's been pretty good. Nice record. there and two, one German fighter um, born in Tajikistan. But anyways, yeah, I mean, he's, yeah, he's proven himself. Like He's fought all the tough guys in PFL. He did lose to some pretty good guys. And Nathan Schulte, who's amazing, who's underrated, and Rashid Megaman. I mean, overall, he's a good grappler. And in this fight, he takes on this guy, Alex Martinez. Take a look at this dude. 7-0, and undefeated fighter. Oh, wow. He's fighting out of Canada. I, I'm not familiar with him. I'm not going to lie. He trains out Bill Mahood. He used to fight in the UFC. That's crazy. Um, overall, I mean, you could tell he's oh he's Okay, he's fought in hard knocks and stuff. I should know who this guy is, probably, you know, because he is Canadian and everything, but there's so many fighters out there, man. Like, some of these guys are, are new to me, too. I mean, it's undefeated, but, yeah, I, I just feel like the grappling, right, AJ? Like, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel the same way on this one.
1: Yeah, yeah, big favorite here, justifiably so. And uh, this is, like, unlike some of these Bellator events that we've been having recently, like, these guys actually have, like, solid resumes, like, more than 10 pro fights. Like, not so much, like, last Bellator event, but, like, the two previous ones. We got some just very experienced guys. You said off the top, you know, not these two guys, but a lot of these guys – uh, in pfl have fought in the ufc um there's guys that are in the pfl that are good enough to be fighting in the ufc we'll get to lance uh palmer later uh movid kabulaev um dude yeah i mean this is just one fight where like this uh uh, uh luik or luik gentleman i think is how you pronounce his name could really pop off here um i think he's got a lot of potential and i think he gets his uh hand raised and gets the job done
0: nice yeah i sorry i got something in my eye i'm just like rubbing it, if you guys were wondering i'm like i got something in my eye right now I'll, hopefully i'll be okay in a second. Give me five minutes for an eye poke, guys. Come on. I got poked in the eye here. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you on this one. I mean, but like, would you lay the juice, AJ, like, per se? Or is this one of those fights where you're like, ah, there's no like value really? Like, I mean, that's the line it should be.
1: No, no, no. I, I wouldn't lay the juice on yeah. this guy. Uh, in here, I wouldn't lay yeah. him
0: on his – Like, and especially for AJ, he's a straight better guy. So, like, he doesn't want to lay four units on the guy that, you know, he's finally going to defeat a guy. Who knows? This guy might go there and, and knock him out, AJ. Like, really, do we have, you know, we, we know that Radzabob should win the fight, but four to one. There's just other guys I'd rather invest in at that price. Like for instance, like I'm not gonna do it, but like Usman, like if you want to invest four to one, that would be the guy you would do it on, right? Because he's a champion. You know what I mean? Like not this guy. But for me, it's yeah. I don't know. If you want to do a parlay, I mean, I don't know. I mean, could be someone you consider, but I know AJ's a straight better. I prefer straight bets too. It's just not really the lines a little high for me, man. Uh, minus four twenty five. So kind of mm-hmm. pass on that one. Uh, Sung Bin Jogas, against Tyler Diamond here, featherweight um Let's take a look here. Tyler Diamond minus three thirty-five. Sung Bin Joe plus plus two fifty-five. Tyler Diamond—he fought in the UFC, I believe, right? If I'm not mm-hmm. Let's take a look here. Yeah, he had he had the fight against Bryce Mitchell, lost majority decision, and they let him go. And he's won both his fights. He hasn't fought in two years, so something to keep in mind. Being, I remember the guy—he's a good grappler, right? Like strong dude. team alpha male product. And then you got uh, Sung Bin joe He also fought in the UFC, if I'm not mistaken. right? Yes. won. Yeah, he had. One yeah, the one they're both one and done. That's crazy, eh? That's kind of mm-hmm. random. This fight was yeah. He didn't have a good performance in this fight. I remember this fight because I was like, I, I was sure this guy was going to win. He just had a terrible fight. I don't know what happened, like the jitters or something. But he hasn't fought in two years. AJ, two guys that haven't fought in two years. One guy's a big favorite. Any interest in this fight,
1: dude? This is my favorite fight on the card. I think like two guys that you said former UFC fighters, and I've always been high on Diamond. I just think that maybe he was a little bit too green to be in the UFC when he was in it. And his loss, look at look at his loss. Mitchell, man. Mitchell's been doing his thing, so that's not a bad loss at all. And, you know, I know on Tough, like, he was actually the guy that I picked outright to win that season of Tough. Um, I do – it sounds kind of bold in hindsight, but I actually do believe he's, like, one of the skill-for-skill, skill, like, the best fighter in that tournament. I He just gassed against Cuccinello. Um, He just – it just wasn't his best performance, but it happens. But I'm still really high on Diamond. Um, I think he's, he's potentially, like, a UFC-level guy that we were talking about, like him and Palmer – um, he's a team alpha male guy, which we've kind of seen like just time and time again, like the, all those guys are great athletes and get ga- great wrestlers, but they don't always use their wrestling consistently for like 15 minutes of a fight. I mean, we even ca- kind of saw that with, with Munoz against Pena last time. I mean, he did it early, but not so much as the fight kind of wore on. So I, am really high on diamond set. i just, I think his pathways resistance here is to get the takedown, but I don't like I would need to be really confident that he's going to do that to lay that price on him, and I'm just like, could he? Yeah, he could. I mean, Joe, Joe was taken down by Tamer, who's who's seen his vulnerable grappler himself. So um, he's got a clear path to victory. He can maybe even win on the feet as well, but it's just there's enough variance in this fight to where I, I don't want to lay the price on Diamond. I would just uh, rather kick back and enjoy. I hope Diamond looks good. I think he he probably rolls, but no bet for me.
0: Yeah, he should win. I I think you know if you're gonna lay a number here, I mean, this is a guy you could look at, AJ, rather yeah at minus three thirty-five. But like you said, you're gonna pass on it. I do. I do think he wins the fight. The grappling advantage should be enough. All right, this fight. I mean, this could you could probably say the same thing with this fight, Chris Wade against Anthony Dizzy. Odds. Chris Wade minus 300 Dizzy plus 240. I I think Chris Wade just grapples this guy and wins the decision. What do you think, AJ? <laughs> oh yeah, I do
1: too. Dude, and yeah. like the <laughs> thing is is like Wade like I don't even know why he was cut. Like I guess you know, it wasn't so it's like-
0: kind of a boring fighter, let's be honest, right? Like to Dana White anyways, I don't mind watching <laughs> grapplers. Dana White wants guys that can bang, let's be honest. That's true, yeah. But, like, I mean, when you look at his
1: resume in the UFC, he he lost to Makachev and he lost yeah. to uh, <laughs> Kabilov. Like, those are not bad losses at all. So, it's it's kind of a shame. But, like, honestly, I'm pretty happy for the guy because, like, since he's come into PFL, he's actually um, he's actually found his way. He's, he's done very well. He, I remember when he came out with, like, that flying knee in one of his early fights. I, it's almost like he took that, like, uh, that criticism of people saying he was boring to heart and just wanted to go out, like, on fire, and he did just that. So... Uh yeah, he's always a talented fighter. I think he probably goes out and wins. Um we'll see how he looks here. I think he is rightfully the favorite.
0: Yeah, no, I think this guy, minus 300 is a good price on him too, honestly. Like I, I just think this is just an easy fight for this guy. Uh Anthony Dizzy <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I just don't think he's gonna be able to stop these takedowns. Like you you don't either, right? Like I just you expect him to grapple him to death and just win a decision. Oh yeah, a better
1: wrestler should be able to just ride out top control, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is kind of an easy fight. Uh but I mean, like, nah, it's never easy, but this is one. This is what I'm looking at right here. This is a good one. Because Chris Wade's proven to me. You know what I mean? He's fought so many times, AJ. Like, I've seen him fight, and he's good. He wins fights. Yeah, he'll struggle with, like, better rap wrestlers that have striking. That's two the guys will struggle with, but I think this guy he could beat. Um, next fight here: Ahmed Aliyev against Mikhail Odinstov. All righty. Uh, Aliyev minus 135, Odinstov plus. One hundred and five. Sorry, guys. Tough name for me to pronounce. Um, I got to be honest. I don't know too much about uh staff, but Aliyev, I do remember from PFL, uh, the last tournament. I mean, he fought like he lost to Chris Wade and Sholty, so like, and he's got good wins on his record, like Diego uh, Brandao, Everest Candero. Like, I remember this guy Ivan George too. Like, he has a lot of like experience, man. Um, didn't look too good in those fights on the ground, but striking wise, I mean, the guy's got some knockout power. And then this dude, uh, eighteen and two. A hey, 29 year old fighter, Belarus. Yeah, I don't know him, right? He's, he's, okay, so he's been fighting in Europe. This WWFC promotion in Ukraine, they haven't, there's a girl in Legacy that's in the main event. She also fought for that promotion. So I was reading about that the other day. But yeah, this guy's just, I guess he's new to PFL, man. Uh, a lot of experience, AJ, but uh, the lack of, uh, I would say, competition probably. Um, and then I don't know, I would probably lean a little towards Aliyev because he's at least proved himself a little bit more. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I lean toward Aliyev a bit more, too. I mean, we had, like, not to say the exact thing will happen here, but I always kind of lean with the more proven guys, like Corey Anderson versus Yagshara Muradov. Like, I mean, yeah, Yakshur Muradov, there's some things I liked about him on some of his regional footage, but, like, we didn't really know how he would fare against a guy who's been tested against UFC fighters. And I know this isn't a UFC fight, but, like, at least PFL, um, they have better competition than most uh, promotions, so... Um, I always think that that's important to be mindful of because you just don't really know, like, yeah, a guy could look great on film, but like, how good are these guys that he's doing this to? How good are they actually in comparison to the guys that Ali have his face? So, um, I mean, this guy's very talented. They both are, but uh, this is nothing. This is one of these fights I want nothing to do with the, from a betting perspective because yeah. it's just hard for me to gauge, like, how good this guy truly is based on the level of comp.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And like, I haven't had a chance to do tape study in that dude yet. So, I mean, I couldn't even say, it, honestly. <laughs> I've been so busy this week, man. Like, it's so crazy how busy I am right now, AJ. Like, it's just like, it never ends, but I love it, you know? Because I, mm-hmm. I enjoy talking and writing about MMA. So, it's all good. All right, this fight. Jolatin Lugerbach against Roush uh, Manfield. Great name to there. <laughs> Luterbach, awesome name. Okay. He, uh, yeah, he's Luterbach minus 255, and then Manfield, plus 195. So, take a look at this guy. Peregrino. Oh, he's tons of experience, 34 and 8. 28 years old. I mean, I'm not too familiar with him. Um, Okay, he did lose to Driscus to Plessis. He got knocked out. I mean, a lot of experience, but, again, who's he been fighting? Low-level fights, man. He has fought in ACB. Okay, so he fought – is that Cowboy? No, it's a different Alex Oliver. (laughs) 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 Who is this guy? Oops. (laughs) Where'd that go? Okay, now – all right. yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, It's another Alex Oliver. There's probably a million of them. Yeah. Okay, he was on Tough Brazil back in the day. Okay, there, there we go. Um. I got to be honest, I don't remember him, though. Uh, AJ, to be honest with you, uh, uh, and we talk, look at the other guy here, Manfio, 11-3. Team Gary guy, 29 years old. Uh, okay, he's a Titan FC guy. Okay, I think I remember writing about his lines before. Yeah, 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 because I used to do some of the Titan FC opening. Round. I don't think we do them anymore, but like back in the day when they had like really good fighters. And he fought in tough, too, yeah. So two former tough guys, man, from tough Brazil. Any thoughts on this fight AJ? All the fights this weekend, is this one you want to bet on?
1: No, no, no. And, and one thing I like to say in general is I think the public like weighs weighs like records very very useful. I raise records very very highly. Like I think that they're like something to look at, but like if you go to like UFC pick 'em for instance, like you see the public pick the guy with the better record much more often than not, but we've seen time and time again like you could have a great record, but it's like, who are you fighting against? Like the level of competition is important. And then how you actually look in the fight. I mean, I just don't look at the fact that a guy's undefeated and go, oh, he's undefeated. Therefore, he's just going to win his next fight because of his undefeated record. There's so much more layers to the to the fight. Right. Um, and and there, there's also another way to look at it. If you look at a guy with a great record or undefeated record, and he hasn't faced much adversity. What if he's just one of these guys that like when the adversity does hit in a fight, he just totally just wilts. Like, you just don't really know. You want to, we, we as betters factor all that in when we're watching film. We want to see what these guys are like under different circumstances. Yeah. And if I just see a guy that's just been flawlessly knocking everybody out in 60 seconds, like, yeah, that tells me he's got power. He's aggressive, whatever. But what is his cardio like? What is his durability like? What is his, uh, what is his grappling like? There are just so many other, uh, layers to a fight rather than just looking at a good record and saying, like, oh, yeah, he's got a good record. Therefore, he's going to win. So, thir- yeah. what I'm trying to say with this fight is 34. 34- 34 and 8. Uh may not be uh looking at that record and, and justifying the line. I don't know that those go hand in hand exactly. So
0: if that makes sense. No, I think that was great, man. Like I think whatever everything you just said, I completely agree with, by the way. So that was that was some good that was some good advice there, guys, I think from AJ. I think you're right, man. You know, I like, I, you know what? If I if I really wanted to do the tape study for this fight, I would. But I, I'm not too motivated to AJ. I gotta be honest with you, man. Like all the other, there's so many fights this weekend. Like I, I'm more focused on the UFC right now. And this guy's a big favorite, so I don't know, guys. It's not something I'm interested in. I mean, this guy I guess wins, but there's other fighters on this card that I'm more like familiar with that I would rather put my money on. Brendan Lofton, like this this fight, for instance. This is an interesting fight. I mean, it's a pick up fight basically. Brendan Loften versus Shane Ryan. So like, if you want to bet on a fight in this card. Maybe this is a fight to do with Brandon Lofton, minus 165, Shane Rice plus 135. I mean, it's a great fight, man. Two former UFC fighters. Brandon Lofton. He fought one fight in the UFC years ago. He fought this guy, Mike Wilkinson. Um, and then he uh, went back, I think, to Europe and then he came on contender series. He had that fight where he went for like a takedown late. He beat Bill Algio, who's in the UFC now, ironically, right? So the guy who beat him is not because Dana White said it was a boring fight. But yeah, I mean he's a he's a overall solid fighter, but Man, I feel the same way about Shane Rice. Like, this guy's a beast, too. 11 and 4. And remember him for the UFC. He had some good wins. Julio Arcee, that's a huge win. Matt Sales, um, overall 3 and 2. Look what he lost to, man Andre Felix, Sadiq Youssef, and Zabib. And he lost to Marvin <laughs> Like, these are tough, brutal fights for this guy. Like, he's good, man. This is a close fight, guys. I mean, if you really want to, like, study a fight on this card and, like, make a, a good sound bet, this would be it, I think. So what are you thinking here, AJ? I mean, there's a close line. So any value on the favorite or do you like the underdog?
1: Uh, I'm going to be passing on it. I just think it's a fight that's pretty tough to call because I think Laughlin's like, pressure and cardio could be a bit too much of Mar- with Marais. We've seen Marais slow down in the UFC, like against sales, for instance. Um, he's more of like a, a technical, like fast switch muscle type guy is Marais. He's very uh, good at what he does. A Muay Thai striker, he hits fairly hard. Um, and I do think he'll be the sharper striker relative to Laughlin. I mean, I was looking up UFC stats. Uh, Laughlin absorbed 147 significant strikes against Bill Algio on the Contender Series. I mean, I don't think that Royce has that kind of volume in him, but it tells me that Laughlin is hittable enough to where Marais, uh has openings here to land something hard, and, and who knows, maybe even hurt him. Um, I don't think Rice has the best takedown defense either. I don't think Laughlin's an elite wrestler, but he does have that uh, as, like, sort of another path to victory, I guess. So I think it's going to be, like, Pace and volume versus like technique and power, technique and power on the rice side, uh, pace and pace and pressure on the Laughlin Lane side. So, I, I actually am, even though I don't want to bet this fight, I'm actually like really excited yeah. to view this fight. Oh, this is like a awesome. diamond fight, yeah. yeah.
0: You this is this is probably like the most competitive fight in the car, I'd say. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, you know, I want to have action, but I mean, it's tough, man, because I would, I guess, I would kind of favor Morais a little bit, man, as a dog, AJ, because I feel like it's such a close fight. So I would i favor him a little bit, but man, it's it's not even one I want to really bet on, guys. Even though I I think that like if you have a good lean, if you have a good lean on it, then you should bet on it because the line's so low. So that's what that's what I would say about this one. But for me, it would be a pass to you, because I feel like it's hard to call, man. Um it is. yeah, but I, I and Marius is a really good fighter, guys, and and uh he'll make Laughlin work for it. Like even if Laughlin wins, it's gonna be a war, man. It should be a good fight. This card's pretty solid. I mean, this fight's interesting too. Uh Lance Palmer against Bob Jenkins, so two wrestlers going out of here. Palmer, I think, is a big favorite here, yeah, minus 400. Jenkins plus 310, I mean, AJ, Lance Palmer's a guy that wins. He's a guy that you can kind of, like, feel good about with your money. You like him here.
1: Yeah, of course I like him here to win. Um, as far as a bet goes, I haven't really <laughs> Yeah, of course, done it, no, done worries. no worries, no worries. You don't have to
0: give it out either, no worries.
1: Yeah, no, but uh, I like him. I mean, yeah, yeah Palmer is a guy that's super reliable, as you can see on his resume. He's a uh, very high level fighter, good wrestler, good grappler, and he's just a winner, right? Um, he lost to, uh, his most recent loss was to Andre Harrison, but he avenged that loss. Um, and even in that fight, wasn't there like some weird circumstances? Wasn't he fighting like twice in the same day, or maybe he maybe that yeah, was he the did he fought time.
0: twice in the same night? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, oh, and the first time, yeah, yeah, first time was that he just lost, and, you know it happens, right? But he avenged the loss. And he hasn't lost since. He's just amazing, man. He fought this guy, Alex Gilpin, three times in the same season. That was stupid, but. Yeah, just a stud. He he,
1: hasn't won a million twice? Twice,
0: yeah, yeah. He's doing good, man. I mean, listen, he's a guy that should be in the UFC, guys, but I think he he actually probably does better in PFL, AJ, than he would in the UFC. No doubt about it, really, right? Because he's winning a million dollars. He's going to the UFC? Probably not. So, I, 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 yeah, he's a team alpha bug guy, too, actually. Uh, they seem to recruit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I missed this comment for uh, Kevin. He said, Hawani has to be crying. Offense on the prelims. Do the biggest strong combat sport. Yeah, I mean, he's – uh, yeah, he, he should have been in the UFC. I'll just say that. I think Dana White kind of screwed him. But, yeah, Bubba Jenkins, I mean, listen, he's a guy with a lot of experience, AJ. He's fought in Bellator. Very familiar with him, but a lot of losses, a lot of flaws in his game. I, I just feel like – you know, in a battle of wrestlers and grapplers, I just feel like Palmer's better, and I, he's probably the better striker. too. I feel good about him here, AJ. I like Lance Palmer in this fight, man. You know, I, th- I think he's a he's a rightful favorite at minus four hundred. That's a good, fair line in Lance Palmer, I think, in this fight. But here's the thing: I think so far we've basically been saying all these big favorites are going to win. AJ, are all the big favorites in this card going to win? No, someone's going <laughs> to upset the apple car. I know it, man. There's going to be someone like p- people are going to just probably parlay the big favorites, which is not something I would recommend because based on the PFL's past couple seasons, there's always a few big upsets on every card. There was a few upsets like uh, there were like uh, like that guy uh, 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 Ramagamadov, uh, Abubakar. I think didn't he lose on the? I think it was him or or someone like that. Anyways, there was a big upset. I think it was him actually. Yeah, and PFL and he lost. He was like minus. Let me let me double check, Andrew. I don't want to just think I'm t- talking in my butt here. Pretty sure I'm right, though. Abubakar Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fought this guy. Pavel Kush. He was minus 1,600, AJ. And he lost. So he, I mean, get, it,
1: he got, like, rocked and submitted, right? Yeah,
0: that's exactly what happened. You remember that one. Yeah. There was two. And I think it was – was it Laurentino, the, the guy that knocked out Jeremy Kennedy? I know he was a huge ups, uh, upset, too. There was someone else. Yep. What was um, the other one? Marley Shields. Yeah, and Jake Shields went. Ray Cooper, I don't think a lot of us expected that to happen. You know, knocked him out. There's another upset too. There was a big one in PFL. I can't remember right now. I can let me Google it. upset. I'm sure I wrote about it. I just can't remember it. Okay, here we go. Um, Yamaga Maidov yeah uh, Kush too. That was the other one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just said that. Excuse me. Um, there was another one. Though. Oh, here Shields and Cooper. Yeah, and those two ones. And there was another one too. I think. Uh, going mm-hmm. through the list. Yusupov, Cleveland was a big one. Uh, there's another one I, I can't remember. Anyways, so. Yeah, I mean, PFL, they, they, any promotion has them, right? you got to be careful of that. That's why he came just blindly laid juice. That's what it is. All right. Was it, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, no, you're good. Was it uh, uh, kobelaya versus um, – It could have been. Who would he – the guy in the UFC now, uh, the guy that just lost to Cub Swanson. Um,
0: well, you know you who know, – Pineda. Pineda, right? Oh, yes. That's the one too, man. Man, I didn't expect yeah. that guy to win. Like, he won the tournament – I think he tested positive or something afterwards, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he had a good run in the tournament. Anyways, uh, let's go to the sex fight. Mavli, uh, Kaibuliev, there you go. And then he takes on Lezovar, uh, Storia Novich. And according to the odds on this one, PFL minus 700 for Kabuliev, and the dog is plus 460. Yeah, I mean, this this I think this one's pretty straightforward, AJ. This guy's an absolute, he called the killer, and man, he's pretty good. Like yeah, he had a draw, and then he, like you said, he lost. This is the fight he lost, right? He's a big upset, but the guy was juiced, I think, in that fight. This was an insane knock of that one. That Damon Jackson, crazy. Mm-hmm. Going having a draw with Andre Harrison, nothing to shame with. Like that guy's pretty good, and overall, I mean, he's just he's undefeated. He's good, AJ, and then his opponent here. Take a look at this guy, Lazar. Bronx Bomber. Okay, but he, but he trains in Vegas. Okay, uh, he's fought uh, some. Yeah, he fought in Contender Series. Yep, yep very also he fought. So a Titan FC guy. But he has a lot of experience, man. Pat, Pat Curry in 2008. So, I mean, this guy's been fighting a long time. Okay. There we go. I, I respect that, man. The guy who's been fighting that long he's getting his chance now. But I don't think it's going to work out very well for him. AJ, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I think Laev probably rolls. Uh, Dude, I actually pet Andre Harrison against him. And, like, I did not <laughs> think that that pet should have drew. Dude, he dropped Andre. Yeah. Uh, and that, which is not easy to do. This guy's super dangerous, as you, as you touched on. And, yeah. uh, I thought he was being more active than Andre. I think I was pretty lucky that that bet, that, that bet was a draw because I thought Live won that fight pretty clear. But that's, that shows the type of level that he's on, right? The fact that he was competing and arguably beat, uh, uh, Harrison, who's been like a staple in PFL, him and, him and Palmer, right? Obviously. And then obviously you got Kayla Harrison and other fighters, but those, those few have been, uh, big big contributors to to pfl right they're like the faces of pfl so yeah this dude's a stud yeah i think he probably goes out and rolls yeah. he's facing a guy that's been like you touched on, been knocked out more than once so yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: i think yeah he probably finishes this guy i don't know if there's even totals for actually though there is there actually is a total okay um this dude by what finish i guess yeah it's minus 135 but that's a better line than minus 700 i think he finishes this guy so yeah, if you want to do it like that. I I don't know. I, I try to stay away from props. I feel like I always lose on them. So I just stay away from it. I just like betting on on, on uh, winner or loser, man. That's what I like, you know? It's just I don't have to, like, my mind doesn't have to go insane thinking about it as much, although it does anyways. <laughs> I, I think about these fights so much, man. Ray Cooper was plus 900. Yeah, yeah, that was crazy. You're right, Kevin. It was 100%. Uh, you're right, uh, what you said with those two fights. All right, two more fights here. Nate and against gets marching held. This is another fun fight. Marching held. Dude, he hasn't went over your boy, Nazareth Akras. I mean, he's a guy who's experienced a belter Like Michael Chandler, gave Michael Chandler problems on the ground. Schulte's been an absolute monster. Uh, two-time winner as well, $2 million. So he's been amazing. I mean, he's been a guy, if you've been betting on him, you've been making good money on him because he doesn't lose uh, in PFL. Right now, he's minus 470. held plus 345. Can you make an argument for the dog in this one, AJ?
1: I mean, I can, but it's just not a very good one. Like, Held is just like, yeah, he's a very good submission grappler, but he's just very, like, one-dimensional. We even saw that kind of in the UFC. Like, yeah, yeah, he he can land some takedowns, but he's not a great wrestler. I mean, he could chain together takedowns fairly well. But, um, like, if he's forced to stand or uh, if you give him some resistance, like, he could tire out. Um, He's been knocked out. He's been hurt more than once, like. Um, those are two things that I actually look to fade in fighters in the right matchup. That is fighters that don't have good cardio and durability. And that's part of the reason why I picked against Homasi uh when he fought Daily last card. Cause like, yeah, my concerns with Daly's like takedown defense and retirement fight, this and that. But like we know Daly's really durable. He hits like a ton of bricks. And like, yeah, his cardio isn't like on the level of Kamar Uzman or anybody like that, but like at least he could go three rounds and um, I didn't actually want to lay dun- daily money line there just because I thought he was going to get uh, finish Hamasi within that two and a half round mark, but like that's something that like, I don't want to back fighters that have questionable durability, questionable cardio, and um, while Held isn't like straight up bad in any of those areas, he's looked vulnerable there more than once, so I think, I think Schulte, like I said, he's a stud, he probably goes out there and uh, does his thing.
0: Yeah, he should win. But you know what? I got to be honest. I, I think Held could win this fight. You know, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I would lay the juice on Shulte. Even though I think he's a great fighter. I think he's phenomenal. He most likely wins this fight. I just don't really see, like, value. Like, it doesn't jump at me to, like, lay minus 470 on this guy in this fight. Because Held is kind of a wild card, man. So, like, he's been submitted before, too, man. If Held gets his fight to the ground, remember the fight of Michael Chandler and Bellator, AJ? Like, he had Michael Chandler in trouble. So, yes, he's super one-dimensional. And, uh... Man, he's dangerous, though, with those heel hooks. So if he he just dives for the heel, you never know, really. It's not really a fight I would, like, run to the window to to lay 5-1 to on, personally. Um, Chalty should roll. Just really don't love the odds. Um, And then main event here, also a fight with big odds. Um, Anthony Pettis, according to Best Fight Odds, minus 550. Clay Collar, plus 400. Uh, I mean, listen, it's an interesting fight. This is a great fight. Um, Pettis, obviously, first fight in PFL. Going for the million dollars. He looks in phenomenal shape. He's ready to go. Uh, Clay Collar coming back from boxing where he's done really well in boxing. Um, but this is an MMA fight, right? And who's the superior MMA fighter? Anthony Pettis. So I think the line makes sense. But are you like in a rush to go lay minus 550 on him? Or do you think the dog at plus 400 maybe could come through here?
1: i I think pettis probably rolls but like i I don't want to lay that price like you're kind of alluding to nudging me but like yeah because like with pettis it's just like he's a great like talent he's like really athletic and he's got his uh kicks that he does so very good i mean he's actually a really good submission grappler too i mean dude like his submission went over uh charles Oliveira. looks even better in hindsight uh he knocked out stephen thompson like pettis could like do it all when he's at his at his peak but like He's not a great round winner. He doesn't strike at a high rate. He's not a great wrestler either. And so, like, yeah, he's he's a vastly better fighter than Collard, and that's why the odds are the way they are. But like, I don't know, maybe Collard just gets in his face a little bit more, throws the higher volume, even though he's not the more technical, better striker here, um, and kind of wears Pettis out. We've kind of we've seen Pettis slow down as the fights progress. Um, so I'm kind of making a case for Collard, but still, like, I I really think Pettis is just a much better fighter here. That's why he probably goes out here and wins. I don't, I don't want to bet him. I don't want to bet Collard, but um, and Pettis is a legit threat to, to win this whole thing, right? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he's 34 now, but um, he's not, like, I don't think he's, like, actually, like, yeah, maybe he's not, like, in his quote-unquote prime, but, like, he could still compete with, like, the best fighters. He just, I think, faced, like, regression when we saw him lose because he was just facing guys that kind of figured him out, pressured him, took him down. Landed more volume like the Javier Osanyos types, and we saw uh, Ferguson do the same thing. Like he's always been very skilled and kind of the same guy. It's just I think a lot of people figured out the blueprint on how to beat him. But I just I don't think Collard has the same sort of uh, tools that those other guys that that gave Pettis problems uh, to do it.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Let's take uh, Kevin's question: Who is the bigger biggest Boston UFC held Will Brooks or Lombard? Okay, so man, I, as someone who used to watch a lot of Bellator, like I had high hopes for all three of the guys, but Except Will Brooks, I thought I never thought he was as good as maybe some people thought because I thought like those fights with Michael Chandler, like the one fight was a decision that I thought Chandler should have won. The other fight was this weird TKO where he like he just got his lights shut off and called for a timeout and this fight, it was a really weird ending, right? Um, mm-hmm. Will Brooks was a guy who never really was sold on the way because he was he basically got signed to the UFC based off those big wins over Chandler, right? But he, he was kind of a bust and then held. I mean, because of the submissions, a lot of us wanted to see him fight in the UFC. Um, but you know he because he's so one dimensionally he struggled right he struggled with, like Diego Sanchez beat him because a guy like Diego can can nullify that that grappling AJ and can be in top position and win the fight right so that's the if you're in the UFC you have to be able to wrestle <laughs> otherwise you can't win like that's just a fact Um, in other promotions you might be able to get away with it not in the UFC at the highest level of sport and then he said Hector Lombard Hector just was a guy that I think you know had obviously been uh, using PEDs. Um, it's suspended for it. Um, I just think, you know, once you saw that came in, AJ, he, he lost like five or six straight fights. Any thoughts on any of those guys?
1: I guess I would say Brooks just because like, I don't know. Like he's just, he just was such a big favorite. I mean, I know all of them are like big favorites in a lot of their matchups, but like like the Nick Lentz fight was just pretty concerning because like he had Lentz figured out and then he just like, made a mistake going for the guillotine and then, or, or Lance got the guillotine on him in round two after like almost getting it in around one. Um, the Olivera fight was just a, a weird fight. He got stopped on the ground. Um, like he's just, you could say the same thing with hell though. Cause like even like the, the heads fight, right? Like he was winning that fight up until heads hit him with the knee. So it's, it's actually, I am picking Brooks. I get I guess just because of like, uh the resume and and maybe I was one of those people that was overrating him with the Chandler results, but um, I really feel like he was the guy out of the three that had like the most well rounded skill set, like could fight fifteen minutes, like Lombard, like yeah, he's so dangerous, but like we know that the cardio has always been an issue, and we already talked about Held being somewhat one dimensional. So like I thought, I think like Held or uh, Brooks would be just based on his like well roundedness and athleticism. Um, I think that he probably had the highest ceiling at face value based on that and so um and it's unfortunate too but it is what it is he got yeah, one I, win over Ras pearson yeah.
0: yeah yeah i bet him on that fight i liked him in that fight i mean i, I did profit in that fight on him but i don't know if i bet him in the other, i don't think i did just because the lines were so inflated because of the hype right it's all hype to AJ, right but i don't know what happened to him he just he just fell apart kind of a, like a early stage in his career which is weird right you thought that mm-hmm. he would you know be a pretty good fighter i think or a contender anyways um yeah so that's it for that uh what else have you got <laughs> there's aca i mean do you have do you have any interest in betting up promotion aca do you watch it or
1: i mean i watch it for film study where yeah exactly fighters, right? that, like fighters that. that are
0: got on it yeah let's do that one let's do that uh yeah let's try that right now yeah i know what you're saying um yeah i'll, I'll watch like that guy do obviously and there's some guys like i think there is profit to be made though i will say that because if you really do your tape study on these small events aj i'm sure you can find um Value. I'll tell you. I'm gonna give you a funny story. So I was telling you, I started working for that uh, company, Spectation Sports, and you know we cover some regional MMA, right? They have a deal with, like, it's like these guys are bad, bro. I was telling you about it, like some of these, some of these guys, some of the guys are good prospects though. It's called Showcase. Let's look at this. Actually, I want to show this to you, okay? Rumble on the River. I think I was telling you about this a few weeks ago. I can't remember now, but there was an event in like South Carolina or something the other day. Um, let's pull it up here. So. I did the article on it, right? So they told me, write write, write the uh, write a preview of this. So, man, I, you know, I could have just did it. I could have been lazy like some people would and just look at topology and write a preview based on that. But I actually did the tape study on these guys. I actually did it, man. And I'm glad I did because, you know what? I wrote my article and everything I wrote came to, came to be. I didn't even know what the odds were at that point. So I just was like, I would favor this guy. And then when the odds came out, both guys that I liked were only like minus 150. So I, I, but the thing is, the the way, the uh, the sports book is called it's Action Twenty Four Seven. I believe it's called. It's only in Tennessee. It's an online sports book in Tennessee. I had no way to bet it. I would have fucking smashed those lines because <laughs> I did the tape study. I'm like, damn, these other guys are terrible. Like this one guy panics on the ground. AJ, like, you, this is crazy. I'm gonna show you, like, uh, I'll show you um look at the finishes here. So this guy Brandon Bouchard, I said he's a wrestler. He's gonna take the fight to the ground, finish him. And then this guy, Oxygen, he said he's going to take the fight to the ground finish this guy. Because these guys are, like, low-level fighters. they like, we'll take a look at this guy. Six and four. But, I mean, I actually did the tape story, man. I looked on YouTube. I looked up this guy's fights. There was, only, like, only a couple of them. But I could kind of get a sense of what, you know, he was. Here's the thing. Like, these guys, they're not good fighters, obviously. But eventually, you know, some guys do break three for the regional scene, man. And, you know, someone's got to start somewhere, right? Like, these guys aren't great. But this guy... He's he won his next his last fight and and uh, last four fights now, and he's he's saying you know get me on contender series and stuff. So this guy he's, he's he's been talking a big game. I don't know if his record's good enough four and three, but he's been winning his fights at present. It's called showcase MMA. They're trying to showcase some talents. But here's the thing, AJ. And someone told me this. They said for these regional scene fights, remember that there's a, the promoters are trying to they book an A side versus a B side on these regional scene fights. So I, I kept that in mind and I was like. Who's gonna? Who do they want to win? In this case, these guys they wanted to win matched up so well, and I just had no way to bet the fight. I would have crushed those lines. They were both (laughs) minus one hundred and fifty. I would have laid fucking max unit on max bet on both guys. That would be hilarious. Just because the other guys are so bad, bro. I think the limit was like hundred dollars anyways. But I actually would have made the bet if I could. Because, like for instance, this guy's Lloyd Thornton, right? He's a professional fighter, five and twelve record, but. Always look at his losses, right? And I actually watched the fights, and I'm like, he really is that bad in the ground. Like, he really is that bad. He just panics. I've never seen it before, man. It's crazy. Guys get taken out, they panic and tap right away. There was another guy in this card. He was, I think I was talking about this dude, 15 and 95. Whoa, that is a crazy record. So he's, a, he's kind of like a scrub, a can, right? They call him this guy, he's a can. They bring him in to fight. Like, but the thing is, AJ, look at the wins he has. So he has, look at his, okay, look at his wins and losses, okay? I think he's on, like, a 30-fight losing streak or something. Like, look at this. And all oh my the losses God. are by, like, first-round submission. Like, he gets taken down, right away, and submitted. But he's fought a lot of guys. And I'm going to show you some of the wins he has, which is crazy. He has a win over Gerald Mershaw from 2007. So, oh I guess 14 years ago, he could finish you. Like, he's a guy, literally, AJ, I had to see how bad he actually was. He really is as bad as his record is. He's terrible because he has about one minute of cardio. He goes all <laughs> out for the first minute. gases <laughs> out. Gets taken down, gets his back taken, and gets scrambled. It's that bad. It is so bad. And, <laughs> but he has some legitimate wins. Like, he has the win over Nearshart and he has a win over Daniel Strauss, who was a foreign Bellator champion. Um, <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. And then he has another win, too, over... No, it actually doesn't have any more. Look at the losses, though. It's That's it's crazy. crazy. You know what? Here, i want to show you this fight. Let's just, I got to show you one of the Just to show you how bad he really is, man you to got to be punished with the tape starting with this guy too, AJ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, for instance, I guess this fight would work probably. They're all the same. He just gets taken down. He's, you can see, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just, so, yeah. So, he's a bad wrestler. He gets his back taken, like, almost every fight, like, right away. <laughs> this happens every fight, literally. Like, he just gets his back taken. And he just taps out like right away. He's got no heart. He's just one of these guys that, that he shows up if you sign him to fight some you know, a young contender or something. If you think you got some young guy, but he's just a terrible. aging. He's just and then the fight's over. Like he just panics right away and, and just taps. He's sweating a got... little bit. Yeah, and this one he does a little bit. I'll show you another one. In, um, but yeah, as soon as this ha- he's done. Yeah, done. But yeah, he has the most rear naked choke losses in uh, MMA history. Oh my so God! He does. He actually does. I think he's like fifty of them. That's that's over now. Yeah, that's done. This one he actually showed a little bit of heart, but yeah, no, he went to sleep. <laughs> oh my God! And then how well, Peter Barrett? He fought him too. Uh, UFC fighter, as you know.
1: Oh, slippery Pete! Yeah.
0: I thought, you know, my man, he was winning that fight with Chase Hooper and just got, and kind of gassed out a little bit. He was going to win that fight, dude. He he blew it. He was a plus like three hundred underdog. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. Like if you, it's just the same thing every fight. With this guy, he go. Look, he comes out guns blazing. AJ, he just gets his back taken. Like every fight, right away. I'm pretty sure he used to. Yeah, It <laughs> may just rain down punches. Though. Oh, he goes. Yeah, he's just gonna rain down strikes. Yeah. Or yeah. There you go. Every fight's like that, man. So he really is as bad as as as, as it seems. Like it's, you know, you are what your record says, I guess, and to a certain extent. Although I know we're saying like. Doesn't mean uh, always mean that. All right, let's get these comments from Kevin. Speaking of May my is Andrage Valentina fight this weekend is gonna be a lot like Lineker and TJ. I agree completely, man. I think that Valentina uses her wrestling. I like her a lot in this fight, AJ. He's saying uh AJ like any dogs. Yeah, AJ can't he I don't know how much of a lean you can give because he or you can give for for UFC, you can give a lean, right? Um but Bellator I know you can't, AJ. But is there any dog you like uh, in the title fights? Um to win, uh I mean like I think there's all, one I like. I, I do like one, but I'd like to hear yours.
1: I, I have an idea who it is, but I probably agree. But um I think all the favorites that are favorites are justifiably so around where they are. I can't like I did kind of think like when I was looking in the tape that Andraj might have just a like a decent chance based on just her power and physicality dynamic. But Valentina, I can see why you guys like her, is just so physical and so technical. She's going can have some some reach on her as well and um, of course, everybody's got everybody respects Andrade's like what she brings to the table, but like I think this is one of the tougher matchups that she could be put in uh, at 125. The, probably the toughest, to be honest. 125 or 115. Um, as for like Uzman and Masvidal, you know what know, you want to know? What's crazy to me is like, am I, and this is my opinion. I'm not saying it's objectively right or wrong. I think Masvidal has a better chance to beat Uzman at face value than Burns did yet Masvidal is a much bigger underdog than Burns was just because we saw the first fight play out. It's just the MMA betting market never ceases to amaze me. It really doesn't. But anyway, um, and and the reason why I think that is because Masvidal could fight five rounds that we've seen. He's a, uh, you know, we saw Burns just essentially gas after round-round against Usman. But anyway, um, and he's more durable. But anyway, um, Rose, I would say, has the best chance of the three. Um, Do I outright favor her to win? No. But, like, um, it's not a blowout of a fight. I mean, like, it's probably going to be contested on the feet. They're both technical. They both move well. Um, they both have power. They're both defensively sound. Um, why I favor Zhang is I think she's got more variety as a striker. And I also think like in terms of like her kicks and everything, I think she could attack the the leg of Rose specifically. We saw Joanna do that. Um, and also like the cardio like Rose doesn't have bad cardio, but she does slow down. Like you know, we saw her slow down against Juana the second time. We saw her slow down, even against uh, Andrade in round three uh, of their second fight. Zhang, I don't think her cardio is, like, elite. But, like, she showed she could go a hard five rounds against Juana win the fifth round, at least in my opinion. that seemed like that way. So that's why I think Zhang is the favorite. But, like, she's not that much better than Rose. Would I be shocked if Rose pulled off the the upset? No. But, like... Um, I, I generally think the odds should be where they are, but I don't. I want to caution people with like, because I I feel like when you see such a clear result, like Usman going out there and did we did to Masvidal the first time, I don't want people to again use that L word, the lock word, because they because Usman won the first time, he's not a lock. There is there is ways Masvidal can win this fight. You could argue Masvidal gave Uzman one of the tougher fights of his of his UFC career on six days short notice. So I don't want I don't like people saying like, oh, Masvidal's got no chance. He does. Mazvidal is a very game fighter, yep. so yep. Um, I favor Usman. But like Mazvidal is is gonna show up and be game as he always is. Mazvidal like never gets blown out in fights ever. So like um, the, the the largest blowout he got he got taken in was the first Usman fight. But like um, that wasn't as dominant as some other Usman fights like he had against Woodley and and some other guys that he had in the come up. So I, even though I favor Usman, I just I don't want to I don't want to use that logic like he can't lose. No, no, Mazvidal's got a chance here, so.
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, I, I like I said I'm not I'm not gonna bet on Usman, man. I don't think I can do it. Like I do think he wins, but just the line is so high and I don't know. There's other spots in the car like better. Um, you know, Andro- I like Valentina though, I think she does win that fight. I, I think the line could be higher in her fight personally. I, I just don't think that Andrade will be able to stop the grappling because she always has that to, to bail her out if the striking's not going well. That's why I like Valentina in this spot. You know, she's so so well rounded. But the other fight, AJ, man, I I'm, I think Rose really has a good chance to win this fight, man. I think this fight's like a coin flip. I, you know, I've always underrated her. I didn't pick her in the first Joanna fight. I don't know if I did in the second either. I can't remember. But the first one I didn't. I was surprised. But going back and watching her fights, man, she's so good. And she moves really well. And, like, she's got a good team, good coach, Trevor Whitman, great coach, man. Usman's coach, too. So I, I feel like she can come in here with a good game plan and win, like, a decision on points, man, just kind of play a – like a cat and mouse game with Jang, but obviously there's risk to that because Jang is a beast and it's not really someone you want to bet against, but I got to be honest, like I would I would, I would rather take Rose here to, as a dog because I think this is fight's really close to even. Um, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on this fight. And then Kevin's comment, he said all the, yeah, a lot of the good fight, female fighters in the sport, yeah, they're a lot, some of the best are fighting. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say as a dog, I, I would say of the three, I would give Rose the best chance. Followed by uh, Masvidal, and followed by Andrade. Would you agree with that order? Or
1: I'd say Rose would have the best chance, and then I would probably say, I probably would say Masvidal next, um, and then Andrade. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know that's so obvious because <laughs> that's what the odds suggest right now. Oh, true, but true. Um, yeah. I. I mean, but but we're gonna you know make our opinions, and and I think that generally is right. Um, yeah. And, and it's like we talked about, I wouldn't be like, it wouldn't be this result. Like I am so shocked Rose beats Zhang, even though I'm favoring Zhang, I, I like to be open-minded when I'm betting fights. Cause I don't want to act like these other fighters don't have a path to victory. They do. And exactly. sometimes they have multiple. So Rose, she's proven to, uh, she's a former champ. She's proven to be a high level fighter. Her. And this is one of these fights, like the people like wiki capping quote, unquote, like, well, they'll look at Zhang. Oh, she's only lost one time and it was at her first fight and Rose is like nine and four or whatever. Therefore, quote unquote, Rose has no chance. Like you, you got to look at the film. Like that's, that's the thing that with records that gets me, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's impressive when a fighter has that many wins, but I don't just look at that and go, Oh, well, cause Yang is 22 and one. That's why she beats Rose. Cause Rose is nine and four. There's uh, the, the tape is much more important that, than just looking at purely records. So
0: I agree. I agree with you, AJ. Um, yeah. That, but yeah. I, I, as, anyways, I think that's it for today's podcast, man. Um, I'm uh, I think we're done. I mean, I, I can't say too much more because I gotta save it for my podcast tomorrow, uh, with elite sports betting. So I can't really get into my bets and stuff, but there's a few spots I like. I just feel like in in general though, this is there's some tricky fights in this card, I would say. And I would I would caution people from like just being you know, trusting some of these guys. I'm looking at more at some dogs in this card, I'll be honest with you, AJ, from a betting perspective. There's probably a couple dogs I'll be playing for like a unit each. So um there's a couple favorites too, but uh again, I can't really get into it too much. Anyways, let's, that's it for the podcast, guys. And Kevin, thanks for being in the chat today. AJ, thanks for coming on. Plug your stuff, man. It's good out of here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, AJ, contribute to DailyFanMMA.com uh, right now, Brett Apley's site, doing that, as well as MMA Oddsbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Follow me on Twitter uh, right there. And, uh, yeah, cheers, Adam.
0: Yep, thanks, Ben. And, uh, yeah, you guys know where to find me on Twitter. And I'll be back on uh, Monday with uh, Marcel. And it should be great. I'm just looking Dana White apparently is doing a scrum right now. I'll just see some of the comments he's saying. I'll give you guys them right now. He just said that they're looking at uh, Arizona for UFC 263. I think that's in June. So that's interesting. So they're just going to the states where they can bypass COVID regulations. Anyways, guys, have a good one, and I'll be back on uh, on Monday. Mor- um-